Hello and welcome everybody to episode 9 of the podcast. I'm Michael. I'm Noah. And we are the Knights of Entertainment, a podcast covering topical news and deep dives into our favorite and unknown comic books, movies, games, and more weekly. Tonight we are discussing... We're st- uh, going to be talking about a documentary that dropped recently on Netflix called The uh, the Hatchet Wielding Hitchhiker. But before we do, please like, follow, and subscribe to the channel and we will get into this deep dive. Noah? Alright, let's get started. So... <clears throat> I was flipping through Netflix. I'm trying to find material to talk about. I bet I watch a lot of stuff, a lot of TV, the randomest shit. There, there's a something on HBO Max called Hanzo. The something I'll, I'll get into that next time. It's <laughs> fucking weird. Anyway, so I come across a documentary called The Hatchet Wielding Hitchhiker, and I give it a, a view, and I thought I figured I'd talk about it. So it all starts February 1st, 2013. A man named Jet, Jet McBride slams his car into a PG&E worker, uh, Rashawn Neely, pinning him between his utility truck and McBride's car. At first, you're like, oh, this was, this was a horrible accident. It wasn't an accident. He intentionally hit this man with his car. He targeted him because he was black. <laughs> yeah, like it's the most racist shit he can do. By some miracle, Neely's still alive. So McBride gets out of his car, and uh, he starts fucking ranting and raving. I'm Jesus Christ. All black people deserve to die. Everyone listen to me. And I'm like, oh my God. And these, A little aggressive. He's fucking crazy. So these two women who are like on the side of the road, like selling like vendors, they, they run up to help uh, Neely. And, and McBride's like, I'm not having none of that. He grabs one of the women in a bear hug and starts choking her. And this guy, I mean, he's an absolute lunatic. So he's just probably gonna, he's and he's six foot four, three hundred pounds. Oh, fucking ripper in half like that. So suddenly, this guy named Kai, the hatchet wielding hitchhiker, comes in to help. He had been riding in the car with McBride when the accident happened. He was he was getting a ride from McBride. And uh, he sees what's going on. He grabs his hatchet. And he's uh, like, well, time to go to work. And he hits him him twice in the back of the head. Uh, With the blunt side first. Right. Not enough effect. He flips it on the fucking uh, sharp side. And just boom. And that ends it. The police and ambulance arrive. Everything's under control. And uh, you know McBride is still alive too, so the police arrest him, and then they start talking to uh, and Neely's alive, so they take him to the hospital. Yeah, everyone's alive. So you, you fucking die. You you flip on a you you slip on the bathroom. And you fucking die, but you get hit by a car and a hatchet, and you're fucking fine. No issues. No issues. So people police talk to, uh, police uh, talk with witnesses, and a news team arrives. And initially, they think it's a car accident, is what they heard over the, uh, like, little police uh, intercom, th- or what is it called? The, the, the scanners? Yeah, the police scanners. You know, they, they, they hear, listen to news, and they, they follow to see what happened, be like the first one on the scene. Yeah. And, but they start talking to people, and they, they get the real story. And the main thing the reporter focuses on is the part with Kai. And he just happens to see someone fitting Kai's description walking down the street. And he's like, hey, could you uh, stop with us and uh, talk to us and give us an interview about what happened? And so uh, 
first guy gets on the camera and he says this message where like everyone deserves to be loved you deserve respect all this you know lovey dovey all, all the normal bullshit spiel like lovey dovey stuff yeah and then he, he starts telling him what happened and he when he gets to the part with the hatchet he, he reenacts it by going and then I had to hit him and I was smash 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 like he's that's what exactly what he said it's like you know out of dog town so uh they uh they finish the interview and kai leaves and uh the reporter asks him like uh, so what's your name uh, straight out of dog down kai or straight out of dog town kai k-a-i no, no last name and he he dips now, that night the reporter uploads the video to youtube mm-hmm. and i guess he, he he at first they had done the report on the news it was like a, a one minute you know one of those little clips little clips happened, yeah. of the kai and what happened but he, he uploaded the full six minute interview on his youtube page and come the next morning fucking five hundred thousand views like that shit just went viral i actually remember seeing that a long time ago you remember kai yeah yeah. yeah. I didn't know the whole story behind well, it. Well, you buckle up. Oh, God. <laughs> By the way, I, I've been, as we've recorded these and we've uh, reviewed them, I've noticed that I'm, I do a lot of uh, heavy breathing, which I apologize for. <laughs> I can't help it. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to, I guess I get overly excited. So I'm like, <sighs> but I'm trying to, you know, control myself. So in time, give me time. Enjoy what you listen and just ignore my my weird panting. <laughs> um, so let's see. So in the end, so now Kai is an internet internet sensation. Mm-hmm. You know, they're making musical remakes of it. Smash, smash, smash. <laughs> they're doing memes about him. Smash, 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 smash. That's the main one. Yeah. And now everybody wants to talk to Kai. Uh, news outlets, talk shows, everybody. But Kai's homeless. He's got, well, he calls it home free. So he's home of the brave and land of the free or something. Or no, land of the free, home of the brave. So he's home free. He's, he doesn't yeah. want a house. Yeah. Just wants to live off the land. So no one can get a hold of him. Except for Jessup Reisbeck, the reporter that interviewed him that first day. Mm-hmm. He's the only one with his email address. And so, eventually, he he finds him again in, like, Stockton or Fresno, Mm -hmm. and they do another interview with Kai, and he starts telling him, like, you're famous. Like, you're, like, you don't understand how famous you are. So, he's doing a second interview, and he's giving giving him options of what he could do with that newfound fame. Like, he said he could be an overnight millionaire. Right. And Kai's like, well, I could do that, or I can go smoke weed by the beach. Or some shit like that is what he said. I'm like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> so they, uh, the reporter does the interview and then he sets him up with uh, Jimmy Kimmel live. Mm-hmm. Like their people, Jimmy Kimmel's people want to Kai to be on the show. And uh, at first, you know, Kai wasn't going to go, but they told him, we'll get you a limo full of weed if you come with us. And he's like, bet. <laughs> So they go uh, February 11th. It is now 2013. It's been 10 days since his fame, and he's just getting bigger and bigger. He's about to go on the Jimmy Kimmel show. 90 minutes before airing, the police detain Kai, and they bring him to uh, back to basically. They need him to testify in the McBride case. 
Right. Because he's the main, he's the key witness. He was in the car when it happened. So they, they fill out all those little, you know, how they're going to get it done. Like you guys get him here. Then you can use then. So that way you can use it for Jimmy Kimmel. But make sure you bring him back for the, you know, testimony. Yeah. So he does Jimmy Kimmel. And it just like he was hot then, right? Fucking, he is like sun hot after the Jimmy Kimmel show. Like his fame like went up to like another fucking plus ten. Oh, God. Like he's already an internet sensation. He is now beyond that. Yeah. And he does. He testifies. And then he rides. So yeah, he does the Jimmy Kimmel show. He testifies, and then he just rides that fame for a couple of months yeah like he's getting free stuff from people he's, he, he loves to surf so he's on surf videos he uh he can play he's uh, he's got some talent with the guitar and singing mm-hmm. so he's getting like uh bit parts with bands basically they want him to play like a uh what's it called I'm not, I'm not really into the music industry but like when you go like uh, uh to bars and stuff and play music like uh what do they call it gigs yeah so they want him there for their gigs because he has more fame than them so they they, they kind of want his people <laughs> so they're, they're they're kind of using him but they're also you know paying him and giving him stuff that sounds about normal that's for somebody you know, that gains fame everybody latches on yeah so kai's just living the life mm-hmm. like he, he can surf whenever he wants he just wanders around people give him free stuff he gets laid everywhere with women now because women want to sleep with a homeless guy i don't know hey I've seen crazier stuff, so yeah, I've seen a lot of weird porn. You ever heard of horror porn? Don't uh, don't watch any of it, please. I fucking almost threw up. <laughs> what you watch this? Hey, curiosity. <laughs> As I said, I'm a refined pervert. I've seen it all. That's why I know what I like, and what I like is actually pretty vanilla. <laughs> My stuff's really boring. What I like, <laughs> if I'm being honest. <laughs> People are like, if they went through my search history, right? Which I don't do incognito. They can, what? I don't give a damn. They'd be like, this is fucking boring. It'd be like, you know, big titty blondes or something. Yeah, that's like, it's like, oh God, what are you looking at? Like this boring son of a bitch. Because that's that's why I'm not afraid of incognito because I don't, I'm not that ashamed of what I watch. So uh, now, three months after the hatchet incident. It is Monday, May 13th, 2013. We are in Clark, New Jersey. The police have just arrived to the house of a lawyer, 73-year-old lawyer, Joseph Galfi. They find him beaten to death in his home, in his bedroom, just beaten to death. No forced entry, nothing ransacked, nothing stolen. Weird. Galfi lived alone, so right. it was his neighbor that came to check in on him mm-hmm. because his Galfi's secretary asked his neighbor that Galfi hadn't shown up on Monday for an important meeting, you know, for the case or whatever he was doing at the time. Right. It was kind of weird. So the neighbor goes there and he sees that, you know, Galfi's dead. Mm-hmm. So the police, they search the house and they find a piece of paper with a phone number and a name on it. They call the number. The, the the number's dead, you know, that's like, you know, disconnected. Mm-hmm. And on the on the uh, paper, the name is Lawrence Kai. So then they find a train ticket for the day before, Sunday, right. 9.38 a.m. The police check the cameras at the train station. And sure enough, they find footage of Galfie buying a train ticket for somebody. Right. And at first, you can't really see who it is. He's like moving back and forth between a pillar 
But then they finally get a good view of it, and it's Kai. So now they have a suspect. So cut to February, May 16, 2013. Kai's arrested mm-hmm. in Philadelphia. And they bring him back to Clark to uh, question him about what happened. Mm-hmm. So here's Kai's story. He said that he met Galfi in Times Square on Saturday. Uh, and like Galfi, he Galfi asked him, well, "Where are you going? You you look lost. Where are you headed?" It's like I'm going to Jersey. Like, well, I live in Jersey. You can come with me. Yeah. So, uh, Galfi invites Kai to stay at his house because he lives in Jersey, which is where Kai is headed. I wrote that. I don't know why I just I explained it twice. I just read what I wrote. <laughs> and uh, that night, Saturday night, they they eat Italian food, they drink beers, they watch TV, and Kai goes to bed. Kai then said that he woke up groggy that morning that Sunday morning and that he he has this bad metallic taste in his mouth and when he checks in the mirror in the bathroom he's got a cum stain on the side of his face and uh, they the, the cops say did you confront Galfi he's like no so Galfi drives Kai to the tra- train station and he buys him the ticket and uh, Kai uh, goes to uh, he goes to Ashbury is where he's headed because he's got so someone he's meeting there uh, Galfi gives Kai his phone number and tells him, if you need anything, give me a call. So in Ashbury, Kai's plans fall through. So he calls up Galfi that Sunday night. Galfi picks him up and they st- he goes back to his house again. And he says that they have burgers and beer. And that's the last thing he remembers. And then the next thing he remembers is uh, waking up in Galfi's bedroom. Galfi's in his underwear and he's trying to take off Kai's pants. So Kai uh, has to fight him off. And then he eventually fought him off. And uh, that was that. that's the end of the story that he, he said because he asked for a lawyer. Right. So the police had to stop talking to him. So here's some points that the police brought up that didn't, didn't consist with this story. If Kai was sexually assaulted, then how come on the train camera video... He gave Galfi this big, like, friendly, oh, come on, give me a hug, bro. Like, he's like, oh, I'm going to miss you, bro. That's kind of odd. Yeah. Two, how the hell are you going to go back to the house of the guy that sexually assaulted you one night and stay with him the second night? Right. That was like, come on, bro. And then Kai claimed self-defense. Yet, when they caught him, he had no cuts, no bruises, no... Like, like struggle more. Like from, you know, fighting off right. uh, an attacker. Plus, l- let's be honest. Galfi was 73 years old. And, and Kai's in his 20s. Yeah. Kai, you know, he walks around everywhere. He's like super fit. Like you guys don't think walking's a good exercise. Believe me, if you walked every single day, you'd be have a six pack. And uh, he's violent because he's used a hatchet on someone before. Yeah. So he knows how to fight. And he's not afraid to use violence. He's not afraid to actually use lethal force. Right. Uh, And so here's something funny. His neighbor, when they ask him about that specific thing, he's like, listen, Galfi was my friend. I've known him for years, but he wasn't exactly Arnold Schwarzenegger at 73. Right. I would not ask that man to help me in a fist fight. He's a typical 73 year old man. There is no way Kai. Kai said that he was getting tossed around. (laughs) <laughs> to the ground by this guy like there's no fucking way right I'm out of shape and I'd beat up a 73 year old man so that doesn't that doesn't jive with what he's saying right 
And so that's that. Kai gets arrested and he's currently in jail. <laughs> in three months, he went from a hero to a villain. Just like that. It's an the, the documentary is an hour and 25 minutes long. It's very good. I recommend anyone just to uh, check it out. Here's what I noticed when I watched the video. Mm -hmm. They didn't mention it. Maybe they, maybe it didn't matter. But so throughout the whole uh, three months, Kai had a specific haircut. He had long hair, long curly hair, and a bandana he would have over his hair. So it would like not cover his eyes. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. When they caught him, he had cut his hair short. And it looked really like like he did it like just like a pair of scissors. Like it looked terrible. Like he was trying to get away. Like he was trying to, you know, go away from his distinct look right. to something people wouldn't notice. I, I find that kind of weird. Like oh, so all of a sudden when they catch him in Philadelphia, because on the on the train footage, he still had his iconic yeah little uh, bandana and long hair. So in those three days, he knew that he had to cut his hair. And if you didn't do anything wrong. And on top of that, okay, if you were sexually assaulted and you defended yourself, would you not call the police? Well, un unfortunately, a lot of people don't. So, kind of, it happens. Yeah, they say it happens a lot. But the fact that he went back there the second time is what gets me. Right. That, that's oh, that, that reminds me. Uh, he said he fought off Galfi, right? Right. What they, what they saw in the evidence at the crime scene was that Galfi was stomped to death. There was no fist fighting. Like, he was just, like, kicked to absolute death. Right. So, Kai didn't say that he stomped him the fuck out. So, it, and then there's no... It's been it's been 10 years. No other witnesses have been brought forth. And it, it just makes too much sense. Like, you can't really spin this any way than it, it was Kai. Something must have happened that Sunday night. Because the police said that it was consensual. Right. Their sexual encounter. So they did have a sexual encounter. Yeah, technically, is what the police say, at least on Wikipedia. But then again, that's not the, exactly the best research yeah, yeah. source, so I'm sorry for that. But whatever <laughs> whatever happened the second time, it just it blew a fire in Kai's uh, anger, and he beat some old man, 73-year-old man to death. So there you go. Check it out on Netflix. Yeah, like I said, I do remember that happening, but I didn't... I never, I never even heard of it until I saw the documentary. I remember seeing the the original video, the, the interview. Uh, yeah, of him uh, saying <laughs> "smash." Yeah, I remember that, and I also remember uh, it, it, what was it? Almost like a year later, whenever he got arrested. It was only three months later. Three months later, okay, like that. I, I, it, for me, it seemed like a little bit longer, but I do remember it's like, oh wow, wasn't that that dude that was in the? Eh. It's fucking. I mean, I didn't ever dig into crazy, it anything, but it's so wow. crazy. That famous. It's eerie too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it really doesn't surprise me too much. I mean, number one, he was a homeless person, but not just that fact, but you can tell that there was other mental problems going on. All right, that's a good point. Actually, throughout the documentary, they kept talking about moments where he was had like a little like, like twit, like a turn where he would just say something in an angry and like violent tone and then switch back to his normal right. Kai. So he had these moments where he was like burst out in some anger at random stuff. Like you just beat a guy to death if you have to. And yep. then he would then he would go back to joking around. But no one gave him any credence because it's Kai, right. the hero. Right. right. That's the thing though. It's, a, uh, it's kind of sad in a way because you get a lot of these people that become TikTok famous or just famous in general. 
with social media, but they're not emotionally ready for. They're not emotionally ready for it, and then if you don't have mentally them, ready, right? And if you got somebody that like that dude Kai, okay, he probably had some underlying psychological issues. He did, yes. Yeah. Just to listen to him talk, yeah. Yeah, and then he becomes famous overnight. And which he, is even more pressure. And he's possibly. smart enough to use that fame to get stuff. Right. It, it, but if you have that kind of like a um, a psychotic episode of some kind, you know what I mean? Like, I, it, that's the downfall basically with social media in general is you get people that don't, that can't handle that kind of an exposure. Yeah. And if you've already got some kind of uh, psychological problem, it just like not, it adds to it. It, 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 uh, it sucks. That's a horrible story, though. Yeah, it started like, oh, this is cool. And then I get to the end, like, oh, shit, he killed some 73-year-old man. The judge said something funny. I guess funny to him. It's like, hey, at least when you get out on uh, parole, mm -hmm. uh, you'll be a year younger than uh, uh, Galfie. He'd be like 72 or something. He'd still be younger when he, got to, when he gets out. If they, if they let him out. Well, if they let him out and if he even makes it that long, <laughs> like... Yeah, they had a they had a moment at the end of the documentary where he's like in front of a cam a camera in the, his jail cell, yeah, his prison cell, and he's just like fucking flexing, like ah, like fuck yeah, look how strong I am, and like you don't really look remorseful at all for what happened. Yeah, and, to get parole, you gotta at least have a little bit of oh, a little bit of remorse for everything, or at least understand what you did was wrong. And you should he should have gone in a whole different way. If he did get sexually assaulted, he should have just gone to the police. See, that's the one thing, like with um, with like jail reform and everything. On a personal level, I agree with it, but there are certain people like that that you can't reform. You, like you can't turn the joke around. So you know, no. time to give him that death penalty. The people. This is the type of person that I believe, since they they can't handle it, and I think even with uh, mental help. I really don't think he would want it too much. Yeah, he looked like the type that just didn't want to listen to. Like he was, he was smart enough to not want anyone else to help him. Right. So he wouldn't allow it. All right, so, yeah, I mean, condolences to the to the old dude's family. But. I don't know if he had. That's what I don't understand. No one, none of the, there was no family members in the documentary. Really? Yeah, that was weird. That is. It was just weird. his neighbors, the people that he worked with at his job. Yeah. So you must have just been the lonely man. Yeah, because I was going to ask you about that. If they made a documentary about it and everything, I, I wonder what, if he did have family, what they would have said about it. Nothing. There was no one on his family there. Huh. It's crazy. Well, I guess we should... Recommendation from you? Yes. Watch it. It's very... If you're into that type of stuff, like mysteries and... Kind of true crime True stuff. crimes. Yeah. But at the same time, be... Be so, ready. So if there's any women listening that you know you love true crime episodes... Well, there you go. <laughs> but also be ready because sometimes they, they go hard and you're like, fuck, that is all right. Because it's true crime, right? Right. It ain't no made-up story. You're like, fuck. And then it, you find out something that actually really did happen. And, and it's just like, like that monkey that tore apart that woman... Oh yeah, I remember that. Jesus, the, the, some of the police like they they were scarred for life when they got up there. When they seen how bad it. Yeah, like they went in there apparently, and that monkey was just like smiling at him, blood in his mouth, blood in his hands. Yeah, that's why you don't have a pet chimpanzee. <laughs> yeah, they don't have a pet chimpanzee. All right, they will. They are twice as strong as we are. They will fuck you up. You cannot be Michael Jackson with his little monkey, okay? He even, he even gave up the monkey, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He had to. <laughs> but he didn't even have a chimpanzee. He had one of those little monkeys. Oh, the little manicure, or what is it called? Uh, damn. Uh, McCall? 
Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Actually, it was something something similar. Something like um, the, the little the little monkeys that they you can train to do stuff. Yeah, yeah. Train it to steal is what I would do. You break into this house and you take all their jewelry. You've seen too many episodes of Aladdin. I've been too many episodes of everything <laughs> at this point. Uh, all right. So on the, my last episode with Velma, mm-hmm. I had talked about. Uh, oh, by the way, I will finish Velma. I am sorry to say. But uh, it's a good show. I'm sorry. You probably don't want to hear that. It's a good show for me. It had a great mystery plot. I ignored all the other stuff. Once I found out it was considered a satire, I enjoyed it immensely. Check it out. Velma, there's a season two coming. It's a good show. But if you avoid everything else, if you if you ignore everything else, <laughs> it's a good show. So basically, like you said last time, if you avoid the ninety five percent, the filler, the the meta, the uh, the satire, that's a lot to avoid. Though. Some of the some of the stuff is good though, and I'll, I'll uh, I'm gonna do little mini breakdowns of every episode for the next ten weeks on top of other stuff, so it's not just gonna be Velma. Yeah, but anyway, I have to say, you can't even do a full episode on just Velma. <laughs> well, because I I like the mystery stuff, so I just want to talk about the mystery. <laughs> hey man, get it gets it exhausting sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after that episode, we talked. I talked about the one of the original episodes of Scooby Doo. Where are you? Uh-huh. Uh, uh, what's it called? Oh, Jeepers! It's the creeper. Right. Or Jeepers! It's the creeper. Jeepers! It's the creeper. And I noticed, because when you like mysteries, right, they will churn in your brain forever, even if they're solved. Mm-hmm. And you'll figure out something else that you didn't figure out before. Right. Here's what I noticed. Just think, I didn't even watch the episode again. I just, it was rattling in my brain. The very first scene with Carswell, you you already, if you figure, if you knew, or if you paid attention, you knew he was the uh, creeper from the very first scene that you, that you meet him. Because... He asked, hey, kids, did you find any clues with the bank uh, guard? And they said, yeah, this blank piece of paper. And lo and behold, the next scene, when the creeper's chasing him, he keeps yelling paper. Nobody knew who they had those pieces of paper but Carswell. Yeah. There you go. The papers. He was the only one. (laughs) The the creeper was not standing in the bushes watching him, right? The only people that knew that they had the paper was them. And Carswell. And then all of a sudden, the next scene, uh, the creeper's chasing him for the paper. He was the only one that knew. But since they were kids, they didn't even realize that he kept saying paper. <laughs> like, they didn't know why he was saying paper. Well, I guess at the same time, we didn't know either. No, 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 no. Until my brain wouldn't let it go. <laughs> I wake you up at three in the morning, paper, paper. <laughs> I can see why detectives lose their fucking minds. <laughs> All right, so that's it for that. Next week, I'll uh, I'll find some other stuff to talk about. I'm probably gonna get, I'm probably gonna be doing like I love watch a lot of movies and TV, but I don't want to talk about the whole movie or episode. Yeah. But I'm gonna pick my favorite stuff from. Well, I'm gonna watch everything. I got like 18 streaming services. I'm gonna lose my house because I can't afford <laughs> rent anymore. But uh, I think they're all going up too, all the streaming services. Oh yeah, fuck. Disney Plus is up. Yeah. Uh, HBO Max is up for sure. Hulu is going up again. Netflix is going up again. Y'all need to fucking stop, all right? <laughs> when did you become fucking actual cable TV? What the fuck is wrong with you? At this point, uh, at this point, I just watch cable TV. It's getting to that point with the on-demand service. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's sad. <laughs> that was the whole point that people started, you know, buying the streaming services and everything. It's like, oh, it's fucking Netflix for $15 and there's like billions of hours to watch. Right. And now if you start paying for every service again, you're basically paying way more than the. The worst part for me is HBO, uh, Hulu. Yeah. Because when I when I get a streaming service, I want that full access to that streaming service. Right. But they're like, you need to add live. So that's enough. It's 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. You need to add stars, Showtime, HBO as an add-on that's another well on top of that even if you pay for the uh the best premium service from hulu which i did have for a long time there's certain shows that still have commercials in them at the beginning motherfuckers like regardless because it's some kind of um, you, you became what you tried to destroy basically you're, you're, it, you're anakin skywalker are you happy <laughs> I, it's some kind of deal that they have with the the uh commercial the show like, itself yeah fucking sponsored they're unkillable Somebody they don't run them through during funerals. Yeah, this is a sad time. But try a uh, uh, fucking cornflakes. Give it, a, give it a little bit of a time, and they will do that. And then you'll start seeing commercials on caskets. Yeah, you know, I'll know when the world's turned when corporations can have standing armies. Oh, they do. What are you talking about? Do they? Other countries, yeah. What? 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 Okay, think about it. In different countries that have a lot of, um, shall we say, uh, civil strife. In them, so everywhere, pretty much at this point, yeah, yeah. like uh, they have armed guards that go like uh, that guard like cocoa beans and stuff. My and... God, it's become the fucking cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Me and my my the girl that I play as, yeah, yeah, yeah. with the big dick, with a big old dick, she be swinging back and forth. You don't want none of this, is what she said. You don't want none of this. Be walking around butt ass naked, people be fleeing for their lives. Um. So what are we gonna do now? Oh yeah, the uh, I'm so, so oh, I'm telling people that we're trying to figure out our format is what I was saying earlier. So once we solve it, so for now just enjoy our. This is our uh, what do they call it? This is our rough draft. <laughs> these ep- these 150 episodes are gonna be our rough draft. <laughs> yeah, Joe Rogan didn't start being Joe Rogan from the from the offset. Now he used to cover fights. So I'm now just hanging out with his friends. Right. So, you know, if any time we will build our, uh, we'll be here. So, you know, like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> so now it's time for the Urban Dictionary definitions. I'm pretty sure one day they're going to call us, but hey, you guys need to stop. <laughs> but until then, we're going to be riding high. <laughs> Ride this bitch all the way to the ground. Pretty much. Oh, boy. This is a doozy for a first one. This was uploaded by Loose Tongue on April 16, 2009. Ass wiper. <sighs> a sexual move performed after anal sex to avoid human waste on a man's penis. The pitcher squeezes the catcher's ass cheeks together while pulling out his penis. <sighs> so there you go. Now you know how to clean your dick afterwards. <laughs> oh boy. There's questions that I don't want answered. <laughs> well this point i guess i wouldn't ask yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna ask don't worry all right this was uh this oh boy what the fuck was that i do these like at two in the morning i'm like this this looks funny and then i read them back and i'm like oh my god (laughs) uploaded by dimitri b on december 1st 2006 alabama hot pocket i've actually uh you know this one don't you i unfortunately i've heard this before when a man has screeched fecal matter into a female's vagina oh boy yeah 
I've actually heard that one. Jesus. The sad thing is I have heard of that one. <laughs> oh, but people will tell people everything these days. <laughs> the Quarterine had a, um, on his podcast uh, with Sydney Watson, uh, he told her not to look it up and she looked it up on her own side. That's what happens. She regretted it. <laughs> don't, don't ever, if someone tells you don't look something up, don't, don't look it up. Yeah, if you're told, do not look this up don't look it up it'll, it, it'll save you some mental anguish i had a friend who looked up blue waffle and he hasn't been the same size he's gay now actually <laughs> okay so this was uploaded by occ on october 25th 2007 uh nugget yeah i know so i was like okay a hot woman whose mother still looks good thus meaning that the young uh, the hot younger woman will probably retain her beauty. Oh, so like a find then a nugget of gold. Oh, is that what that means? I could have put gold nugget then. <laughs> well, you put gold nugget, that might mean something totally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look that up later. Gold nugget, fucking horrified. <laughs> It'll be something that has nothing to do with gold or nugget. There's like fucking 200 entries of big booty, <laughs> and they're all different. Really? Yeah. Like, how many different definitions can you come up with? Uh, yeah, believe me, some of them don't even have to do anything with ass. It'd just be some random thing. It'd be like, big booty, fuck Jared. <laughs> That's the downside with an uh, open source. Y- yeah. Unofficial. Uh-huh. It could literally be anything. And it is most times. Some of them are just like literal definitions. It'll be like it's, it's kind of good, I guess. Like when actual like like Anakin Skywalker. Then you hear you hear his whole fucking history. Like I saw that. Like it was like eight paragraphs long. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is no joke. It's like literal definition of Anakin Skywalker. I mean, some people take the the Urban Dictionary. You know, they just want to spread the knowledge. Seriously. I guess. Yeah. It's like you know what. We have a way to put out a definition. We're going to make it actually mean something. But see, it's becoming at certain parts, kind of like Wikipedia, where it's like just anything at some point. Oh, yeah. Just a random whatever. Just random shit. Yeah. There you go. Like, at least there's some of them like um, the, that which shall not be looked up. Uh, <laughs> they at least, you know, put a little bit of time and effort to at least explain what it was. God. <laughs> well, I guess that's it for the definition today. All right. I like this format. I think I'm going to keep it. Something short, something short, something shorter. <laughs> I'm going to just give you my favorite stuff. I'm, I believe me, I've seen a lot of, like, I, I need to start rewatching, right? Okay. And actually take notes. But I've seen a lot of weird stuff on TV. On just, I'd be like two in the morning, some random movie that no one's ever seen, right? Mm-hmm. And you're just sitting there like, what the fuck am I watching? That, that's why we're the Knights of Entertainment. I'm going to entertain you one way or another. We watch the stuff that is... Here, I'll tell you a, a perfect example. 44 minutes and 6 seconds into uh, Cheech and Chong's first movie, Nice Dreams, there's a poster in the bathroom of two twins. And I'm like, who are they? And they're naked, right? It's like, mm-hmm. a, like a Playboy poster. Yeah. And I look it up. If you, if you like twins, check it out. <laughs> uh, and I'm still, I still don't know where the, the poster's from. But being said, I like twins too because of Cruel Intentions too. Stuff like that. I, I pick up random stuff. It has my, I guess it's like the whole, my mystery side of the brain mm-hmm. always has information that it just picks up randomly. Yeah. I would never try to solve a real mystery because I don't want to get murdered. <laughs> I end up getting murdered too. <laughs> get murdered. Just like, yeah, like, I'm going to help this family find who's uh, been killing their dogs, right? And then they, again, I end up missing too. <laughs> but I have that like little drive to, as a detective. Yeah. 
I just don't uh, don't actually want to detect anything for real. Plus, I don't want to be scarred for life. See, that's what's good about this podcast, though. We can talk about stuff that's both popular in the news and p- things that people have seen or are wanting to see. But then you also have that obscure stuff that I'm very ob- I'm very obscure. I just gave you the randomest poster to two tw- naked twins <laughs> on a movie from 1978 or some shit. But people know the movie. I mean, I, just, I would assume. And I, of course, I would notice it and remember it. Just something random that I would remember because it's my nature. Hmm? And I'm a pervert, so there you go. <laughs> put, the, put those uh, traits that you have to good use. Here's the thing, though. I like twins, right? They're hot. But I don't want them like doing stuff together. So that would be incest. Yeah. I don't like incest. Yeah. But if I'm in between them... I'm the butter in that uh, <laughs> biscuit, I guess, is what we would say. Butter <laughs> I had to go. I, had, I said butter, and I just had to keep going because it would be too weird. It's too late now. I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> so, so that's how I see it, right? Because in Cruel Intentions 2, right, there's a twin scene where they're naked. Mm-hmm. And there's a shower scene. But they have a quick kiss in the movie. It's like instead, like, because he asked him, "Are you guys sisters?" And he's like, "They're like, nah, we're we're uh, kissing cousins." I take a quick pick to the lips, right? I'm like, "Oh, that's a little too far." Yeah, I'm not into the uh, uh, into the incest. Uh, no, but I do want to bang two twins, but just not them banging each other. That's what I'm saying. It, it's a very, it's a very, it's a very thin line. That you have to make sure you don't cross. <laughs> and you want to be that buttery line? want to be that buttery line that they, they all play with. But they don't do anything with each other. Well, that's it for today. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next time. Adios.